Welcome back to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast. I am your co-host, Noble Crawford, and today we have a super exciting guest with us. And without further ado, we're going to go ahead and kick this one off. Let's go. Welcome to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast, where you'll learn how to leverage short-term accommodations using multifamily and residential properties. With over 35 years in hospitality, real estate, technology, and sales and marketing experience, our hosts, Matt Anisis and Noble Crawford, along with an expert panel of guests, invite you to listen in as they share their knowledge, best practices, tools, and resources to help you maximize cash flow using real estate for hospitality. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is season two of the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast. And we have an absolutely exciting guest joining us today, a gentleman by the name of Mark Simpson. And uh, Mark Simpson is the uh, person that you want to go to when you need to get more what he likes to call heads on beds. And so, uh, Mark, welcome to the show. And just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. Hey, thank you very much. And I've been looking forward to to, to this episode and, and coming on and chatting. Um, so my name is Mark Simpson, as Noble kind of said, and, and um, you know, I've, I've been in, in hospitality for a long, long time. Um, I, my story is that uh, I'm actually from uh, a little town called Scarborough in, in England. I actually currently live in, in Spain, but I was born in, in England, as you can tell by this crazy accent. And um, I was born on a 200-acre farm-stay bed and breakfast. So it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a little B&B, four bedrooms, 200-acre, um, mostly arable, so, you know, cattle and, and all, of that, all of that. And um, it got really popular, as in they were one of the first businesses in the area to open up a, a bed and breakfast on a farm, like the whole farm stay thing, which now is like really, really popular. But back in then, no one had really heard of it. So they, um, they were relying heavily on newspaper ads, magazine ads, and just general word of mouth. This is like the 90s. This is like the, the late 80s, early 90s. And it got really popular. So they, they, they put on another 10 bedrooms, so it's 14 bedrooms. And, and I'm growing up all this time. And I'm, uh, and I'm seeing it, I'm, I'm living it, I'm working it, I'm, I'm, I'm doing shifts at breakfast before going to school, I'm cleaning bedrooms to earn pocket money. And, uh, and, and yeah, so it, it, it was, you know, I've always been used to having somebody in my house, basically, <laughs> growing up. Right. And I got to like teenager years, and I wanted to do what everybody in my little town wanted to do, and that was escape. So my, my passion is soccer, football. I'm a massive Liverpool football fan and, and I, I, I really wanted to be a football player, but there's one problem. I'm not very good at football. So <laughs> I decided to coach it and I, I started coaching and coaching and coaching, got all my badges and I got an amazing opportunity to come out to America. And um, over, the, over the course since 2002 since to 2009, I was going to America every year and coaching soccer. I went to every state and I absolutely loved it. But the problem was is, I couldn't really make a career out of it because of my non-playing background. So came back to England, um, me and a buddy, we moved down to London and I sort of fell into a sales and marketing job for, um, for Yelp 
big, biggest review website, you know, in yep. the world. And uh, I was doing, yeah, the sales, marketing. And that's it was in that role that I really started to learn about social media, the power of reviews. And my parents have still got the business at this point. You know, they're coming into 25 years. And I started to do little bits for them, um, tiny tiny little things like create a Facebook page and, and all the, the, the little things. And then in 2013, me, my wife, and my, my eldest, who was two at the time, he's now, he's now eight, we moved back. We moved back to the business. I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest of four siblings, and they asked one of us to help, you know, help because they were getting on a bit. They, they, they wanted to eventually retire. So me and my wife saw it as a great opportunity, and we came back, and we started to, to be full-time in it. And um, I started to put all those practices and tactics that I learned at Yelp and, you know, in, in, in the sales and marketing role into the business, and it worked, like, really well. Like, our business came to top three on TripAdvisor in the area in just 18 months. Wow. We got the biggest Facebook page locally, like most most followed um, uh, independent Facebook page, and our uh, offline word of mouth went online. We became like the go-to, and I'll, I'll explain about the go-to later on in the episode because it's really key, and everybody can do it. But we were just we were just so popular, so busy because of what we did online, and, and we, we we grew even more. Like we we put on um, holiday cottages on the land. We um, brought in a restaurant we, we we hired more staff and it was gr- growing and growing and growing and we were getting to the point where it's like my parents were like ready to stop and and we said listen this is the perfect time to sell like when we came into the business the goal was to sell within five to six years but we needed to like increase and so in 2016 2017 they put the farm up for sale and me and my wife you know we, we, we went away for a weekend my parents looked after the boys and we're like well what are we going to do next and uh, it was at that time I was starting to go to local tourism meetings. Um, and at these local tourism meetings was, was hosts from all angles of hospitality, whether it was a bed and breakfast, hotel, rental people, people doing service to accommodation, et cetera, et cetera. And about a hundred people in the room. And I just, you know, started to ask questions like, what are you doing to bring in your bookings? You know, people were complaining about how they were having to rely on booking.com, for example, which is really big in, in the UK and Europe. And Airbnb wasn't really a thing then it was growing, but you know, Expedia was like the bigger force. And, and I just said, well, what are you doing to bring in your own bookings? Cause I naturally assumed everybody was doing what I'm doing. I think it's like a fault of most business owners. We always assume everybody's doing what we're doing. And, and everybody looked at me blank faced, so I said, you know, I would be more than happy. Come, come up to the farm one night after evening meal, and I'll show you a couple of things that I've done that's helped me. And five people put their hand up. Mm. And those are the first ever five people that I taught. And uh, fast forward five years later, I, I, um, I've got Boostly, which is, you know, what I'm talking to you about today. And it's a, it's a marketing agency. It's a website agency. We do content creation. We've got over a thousand clients all over the world. We've got uh, the Boost Hospitality uh, podcast. We've got the, the the Hospitality Community Facebook group. Got a private training group, like the website design. It, it's crazy, you know. And and uh, now I'm I'm appearing on this thing called Clubhouse, and that's how I got chatting to you. So and 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 here we are, which is which is lovely. So now now I live in Spain. Um, uh, we, we, everything is digital. I've got I've got staff all over the world, and. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we, 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 I'm really, really enjoying what I'm doing. Every day I get to do something that I love and I'm getting to help hosts all over the world as well, which, which, is, which is awesome. Nice, nice. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you have quite the background uh, and I can see how uh, you are considered an expert uh, in the space of uh, 
direct marketing for hosts. And so Thank you. we want to dive right in and get straight to the questions. And so one of the main things I want to talk to you about first and foremost, uh, is websites, you know, for, um, hosts that, uh, you know, have, you know, either just started or are seasoned operators, you know, a lot of times people become dependent on these, uh, these online platforms, the Airbnbs, bookings, Expedia's that you mentioned. And, you know, so how important is it for hosts to start to develop their own brand and have their own website? Oh yeah. Oh, it, it, it's so important. And, you know, so, so many people get into this game and they may see themselves as, as, as property people. Uh, as in, you know, they're doing the rent to rent or, or they have a property and they just put up on Airbnb and whatnot. But, and this is a conversation I have with a lot of people is that as soon as you have a guest walk through your door, you're in my world, you're in hospitality. And so many people just see it as maybe a side thing or something to do on the side. Like this is a, this is a, a full time. If anybody tries and tells you it's passive income, they are lying because it is the opposite of, you know, um, you can have all the systems and the structures in the world, the automations and all of the things. But if a guest at one o'clock in the morning wants the TV on and they can't figure it out, <laughs> they are going to find right. out how to get the TV on by hook or by crook, you know? And, 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 um, I've, I've always, I've always, always said that, you've got to make sure above anything else that you do not build your house on someone else's land. And I've been saying this since 2016. I've been talking about direct booking since 2016 because we have at the granary, a family business, we built everything on, on, a, on a solid foundation of direct bookings. We had about 70% plus were coming in from direct bookings, which was either bookings directly on our website by people emailing us or by calling us. And we had repeat guests. And it was also people that were recommending to us as well. Because mm. I can talk about your about the referral program later. And the problem is, is that it, well, it's, a, it's a blessing and it's a curse. And I've, and I've spoken about this before. We are in an industry and we are very lucky that we can create a business and we can put it on a couple of websites and we are pretty much guaranteed to get income because we're in a, an industry that is in high demand, even now. And when we're recording this and, there's, and there's, there's a global pandemic going on, people still need properties, whether it's business, key workers, health workers, and eventually the tourism will come back. Right. Right. So the, the, the blessing is that, I mean, I do website design. There's no website I can go and list my services on and pretty much guaranteed to get income. It's just not going to happen. There's nothing, not websites, not there, but I can start up today a property. I can get a property where pretty much wherever in the world. And as long as my pictures are good and my wording's clear and I'm, I'm, I'm very clear who I'm targeting, I could put it up on Airbnb and I will guarantee to get bookings in some way, shape or form. Okay. And the problem with that, the curse to that is that you get lazy because yeah. it's so easy. And that over time, you will just over rely on somebody else's platform. You are over relying on somebody else's rules. Now, I've been talking about this in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. People were always saying to me, yeah, Mark, it's okay. I'll deal with it one day. I'll get a website someday. I'm really busy. I'll look at it another time. The problem with that is that I was always saying that 
listen, anything could happen. Airbnb could literally just lock, lock, lock you out of your account and there's nothing you could do about it. You would lose everything. Yep. I was not expecting a global pandemic to be the, the trigger of all of this, but that <laughs> right. is what happened in March 2020 when hosts all over the world looked at their phone, guests all over the world looked at their phone to a notification that went out to everybody, Airbnb saying to every single booking, listen, I don't care what their policy is, you can cancel free of charge. And like that, cancellation, 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 cancellation. There's nothing anybody could do. They didn't pre-warn the host to say, listen, this is what we're going to be doing. It just happened. And that's the problem when you build your house on someone else's land. Yeah, I've mentioned this quite a lot over the course of the last 10 months. And the instant comeback to me in Airbnb, Facebook groups and forums is that, well, just because it's a direct booking doesn't mean they were immune to cancellations. No, I totally get that. And I'm not saying that. The, the, the main difference is, is that when something like that happens and with a direct booking is that they're booking under your policies, your rules, you can pick up the phone, you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and go, listen, no, but I totally understand you can't travel because of restrictions, but um, do you need the money right now? If so, I'll refund you. If not, are you okay to change it, not cancel it? and um, just put it to, to later in the year or we move it to next year because, you know, as you can understand in, in, in these uncertain times, our business, we want to make sure there's a business to come to you. Like being a totally raw, honest conversation, one-on-one -on -one, as a human, you have that power and you have that ability. And that's what I was saying to everybody in March and April and, and the, the change, not cancel approach is something that we adopted and members of the hospitality community and, and you know, my training program, we, we, we were doing that and we were saving bookings. And that's the, the most important part of it is that building your own brand, building your own business. And yeah, a website is part of it, but there, there's so many other layers and foundations just, just to tap into as well. But yeah, to, to, to a long way around of explaining 100%, you've got to build your, your own business, your own brand on your land. Right. 100% agree. And, and so, you know, obviously we understand now the importance of uh developing your own brand and part of that also includes your website so let's 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 dive a little bit deeper into um host websites you know what are some of the uh primary things that hosts the must-haves that hosts uh should have included on their websites yeah i mean i mean everybody that has a website and, and again there's so many platforms you can go on i champion wordpress because if you're going to have a, if you're going to go to the effort of creating a website, you want to at least be on a platform that Google recognizes and ranks higher than the others. The others are Squarespace, Wix. The others are when you use a PMS and we can talk about a PMS, but on the actual website itself, what's really, really clear. And so many people don't do this. You've got to talk about the benefits of booking direct and, and you'd be, you'd be crazy to think of how many people don't explain that. You, there's so many people that don't actually tell the benefits of booking direct because if you were to say to a guest, right, um, you can book via Airbnb or you can book with me directly and they'll go, well, why would I book direct? And why would I book directly with you? You know, I can get the same rate. And so, so many people just fall under the trap of going, well, it's cheaper. It's cheaper when you book with us because then you don't have to pay the commission X, Y, and Z. But Costs can come into it, but so many guests and so many people don't actually care about costs. You know, if they want, really want to come and stay, they'll come and stay and they'll pay the price. What we, what you need to do, however, is tap into incentives. 
things like earlier check-in time or maybe a welcome hamper and and whatever incentives you do have for booking direct, talk about it on your website and don't go into big, big text. Like we, 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 we said like we're going to tap into the things that the mistakes that people make. Some of the big mistakes that people make is that they write in big blocks of text like someone's reading a book you know this is 2021 right. people don't read anymore they skim read at best and i'm, I'm saying right. that as an author you know i'm writing my first book you know and i just know that people when they get it they're gonna they're gonna skim read it because that's what we do we, we, we live in an impatient times the, the the latest survey that came out the attend uh, the ad, a big advertising company ran a survey our attention span now is two seconds which is crazy. Wow. It used to be 15. You've got two seconds to grab the attention of somebody now. So when you are explaining this information, don't try and go for an all singing, all dancing website. Basic is best. People just want the information. They want to make sure that it is right for them. They want to see what the incentives are. Some bit of word of mouth, bit of social proof. How do I pay? How do I give you money? That's literally what a website should be. Um, add in a little bit about you, give, give your business a bit of personality. And, 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 that, and that's, that's really it. So the, the, the core mistake, the first thing that people make is that they don't talk about the benefits of Booking Direct and they have it in simple icon, um, icon form. Um, I mean, there's so many examples of what you should do. Uh, if you just go to boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash portfolio, that's just a portfolio of all of our websites that we do for our clients. And that is, you know, if, even if you just want to copy and paste and rip off what we do, be our guest, you know, I'm, 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 more, I'm more than happy for you just to literally rip on that as long as you're putting in the core things in in place. So make sure you talk about the benefits, make sure that you've got a, a really nice image. The first image that they see is your best image, your best photo. I call it a USP, not unique selling proposition. Your unique selling photo is the one that really grabs the attention and makes sure more than anything else that you've got a place where somebody can book with you online. And again, the reason why is that our attention span is at an all-time low. 15 or 20 years ago, the way that the booking process worked was that a guest would find your property. A guest would go to your website. A guest would see an inquire form. The guest would fill in the inquire form and wait for a reply. They would wait and wait and wait, and then they'd wait for your response, and then they would book. Now, that has all changed. The inclusion of Airbnb, the inclusion of HomeAway, Verbo, um, Booking.com, and the instant book is, is changing. So much so that when Airbnb first started, they allowed for guest inquiries. So guest to inquire to host, wait for reply and then book. Now, whenever you try and create a new listing on Airbnb, tell me, what are they pushing to you more than anything? Instant book, instant book, instant right. book. If you try and switch it to where a guest puts an inquiry, they put so many blockers. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure, Noble? You sure you want to do that? Okay, right. go on and do that. But they really don't want you to do it because they know. And they also as well, with the with the ever emergence of channel managers and, and PMS and the technology that's out there, you'll never get a double booking again. So basically people are now getting these PMSs, which stands for property management software, where you can basically run your whole business from. Uh, these PMSs allow online bookings, they allow payment by Stripe, PayPal, all of the visas, all, all of the cards. And it's literally where you can keep your itinerary and you can list on numerous places at, at once. So the, 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 the three key things that I would say to everybody 
Number one, make sure you talk about the benefits of Booking Direct on your site. Make sure, number two, that your first image that you that you put across to somebody is your, your best one. And number three, make sure you have an online booking feature. And I'll add in a cheeky fourth because this is going to be key for 2021. And even if you have a direct booking website now, you need to make sure you're paying attention to this because Google are going to change the way that their algorithms work as of Q2 of this year. You've got to make sure that your website is built mobile first. So what do I mean by that is that most website designers, most people create their website on a desktop. They have it for desktop in mind. Right. The world is going mobile. The world is literally, everybody uses mobile. The latest reports coming out of, of the big travel sites that do this, do these surveys, uh, the, the, the big figure that's coming out of it, if 88% of people begin and end their journey now of a booking a, a property, a holiday, a vacation, uh, a place to stay on their mobile phone. So we need to make sure, you need to make sure, and Google is going to make sure that you are building mobile first. So what I mean by that is go and check your website out right now on your mobile phone and put in a dummy booking. How quick does that web page load? Is it easy to tap on buttons? Like if you're like me, I've got fat thumbs, you know? If you've got a tiny little button, I ain't tipping that. And right. I don't need to scroll in and scroll out. That is user user experience. If your user experience is bad, eight out of 10 people said, if they have a bad user experience, they will leave that website and they never come back. So these are like some of the core key things that everybody needs to be doing. But like the, 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 the worry is that so many people just ignore it, bury their head in the sand or just go, I'll look at it later, which is why I come onto podcasts like this, which is why I talk about it every day on my, you know, YouTube and social media channels. Got it. Got it. So let, let, let me, you, you mentioned that you build websites using WordPress and I know there's a, you know, a lot of different platforms out there, but for folks who are interested in, in having a, a more, you know, custom type WordPress website for their properties, do you, uh, do you use a, 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 a booking engine widget from like one of the channel managers or, you know, or do you, do you custom use a custom widget or what are you using specifically in the websites that you build for the booking part of? That's a great question. And that is actually out of all the conversations that we have, and we've got over 500 clients now, the, the, the big question that comes up when we jump on a call to, to see which package is best is they talk about the actual booking engine sync up process. The simple fact of the matter is, is that it's just a hyperlink. It's just a click. It's just a button. It's just a button click. That really is. Every good PMS will have a checkout page. And if we call it a checkout page, it's just what you would naturally assume like an Amazon checkout page would look like. You click on book now and it takes you through to a, a, a booking engine that will have your, the, the property lined up or your properties lined up. They pick a date. They go through the process, they fill in their criteria, they add in the details and they book. Every good PMS should have that because the way that I explain this to people is that a website is like a car. The actual website design is the body. It's what looks good. It's what grabs the attention. It what, you know, what catches the eye. Somebody look around the engine is the PMS. That's what powers it. That's what makes everything tick in the background. 
Got it. So to answer, to answer the question, we just put a, we just put tons of buttons, click to action buttons that takes them to the checkout page. And every good PMS has a checkout page. Now, if, if you have one, a property management software, and bearing in mind, there are over 1000 PMSs. It's madness. We recently did a, um, an ask around. We did like a call out because we were like really inquisitive because I was starting to think after 500 websites, we had worked with a lot of PMSs, <laughs> but turns right. out there's a, there's a lot of them. Um, and, 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 and this is the problem because the next question normally is, well, who do I go for for my PMS? <laughs> right. And, and you can go into any Facebook group, any Facebook group, any clubhouse room and go, I need a PMS. Who do you recommend? And there'll be five different answers. <laughs> it's insane. Right, yep. It all boils down to personal choice. Every single company, and there's not a one shoe fits all, which is madness, but unfortunately there isn't a one shoe fits all. There are some that are trying to do it, but, and, and again, I'm pretty lucky with, with what I do. I get to speak to amazing people like yourself and I get to speak to all the people that have all these PMSs because they all want Boostly websites to be partnered with them. They all want Boostly websites to be working with them because they know that what we do works and, you know, they want us to be associated somewhere, so or form. And so um, the, the, my big advice is, because I, I, I don't get affiliated and I don't sort of say this over the other because I want to be 100% impartial right. on this. I don't want somebody going, ah, oh, he's just talking about X because he's being paid to say it. I don't want that to be the case. Um, I would love to be paid by all of them equal amounts <laughs> and I can actually, you know, get paid for talking about how cool these people are, but they don't do that, unfortunately. So what I would say to everybody is find free that you like, and I'm just going to name a random free just so that people can recognize brand names to what I'm talking about here. So Guesty, Hostfully, let's say Zivu, just free. So pick free, contact them and book in a demo. Book in a demo just to see if you can use it make sure that the booking engine works. So like the guest experience works and just make sure that you can get on with the customer support team because you are going to be chatting to the customer support team a lot. Trust me. Right. Uh, I, I, again, I've worked with these PMSs for many years. So that's the key, three key things to go for. The good news is compared to 12 years ago, when I first you know, came into hospitality full-time, was working with um, the PMS there full-time, is that it is so easy to move now. It's so easy to go from one to the other. Back in the day, it was a nightmare. You had to manually copy and paste all your bookings over. It was, it was torture, but now it's really simple. You can pretty much export and import. So even if you do go for one and maybe a year down the line, you're like, ugh, you can still change. So, but again, it, it amazes me still to this day, how many people, especially in America do not have a PMS. So if there's one takeaway from this, if I haven't convinced you enough, um, we did a blog post, we interviewed over a hundred hosts and we did a pros and cons of pretty much everybody. It's boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash P-M-S. Go and check it out. Just pick one from there and, um, and yeah, get, get one set up, please. Sweet, sweet. We'll, we'll be sure to put that in the show notes. So now that we understand, you know, some of the things that are best practices um, for, you know, getting your direct booking website up and running, I want to talk about like, what are the uh, things that we shouldn't do? You know, what are some of those don't do this uh, things that we should stay away from? So as far as a direct booking site, what should you not do? Sorry. 
Right. Like on, on our direct booking sites are, you know, is there, are there some things that you've seen on other people's sites that are like, you know, this is definitely, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be on here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. Um, so thanks for reaffirming that, uh, reaffirming that. So yeah. So basically I think, like I say, when, when you say you want a website, when people want a website, they think of the all singing, all dancing, flashy graphics and, and all of those things. Or even worse, you say to somebody, I mean, I get this all the time. I live in a tiny little town of Javier and, you know, I strike up a conversation with somebody in, in Spain and, and um, there's a lot of expats here. My Spanish isn't that good. And they'll, I go, they go, well, what do you do? And I say, well, we do websites. I do websites instantly. It's, oh, I need a website. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. You got to, you, you can't like, and this is the thing I speak to so many people who, who designed your website? And it was, oh, it was, it was my uncle's friend down the pub. His daughter <laughs> did it for me. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's like going and getting a website for your business is the same as going to get your hair cut. Right, I'm bald. So it's easy for me. I go to a barber, he gets the shavers, zoom, I'm done. I wouldn't go to an all singing, all dancing uh, stylist because it's pointless because it's not going to have an effect on me. And it's the same with a website. You need to go to somebody if you're going to outsource it and you're going to get someone to do it for you, you need to make sure that they specialize hundred percent in hospitality websites because a hospitality website and the way it's designed is different to if you're going to do one for a hairdressers or for a personal trainer or for an e-commerce site, there's got to be very specific things in the right places. For example, um, when your web page loads up, like I said, it's got to load up within three seconds. And this is another thing I'll talk about in a second. That first image is everything. The copy that is used on that first line of copy in the image to draw the attention is everything. And as you scroll down, there has got to be lots of buttons taking people to your booking engine. The main goal of any website needs to be to get them to click to go to your booking engine so they can complete the booking. The problem is with so many sites, they try and make it all singing, all dancing, fancy graphics. You don't even, it's not even obvious on where someone can go to make that booking. It's like, you've got to hunt for it. And the big takeaway is that if you confuse, you lose, you know, it's a, a guy called Donald Miller coined that phrase and maybe he got off somebody else, but if you confuse, you lose. And that's the, that's the most important thing. When somebody lands on your website, they got to know within five seconds, maybe less exactly what you do. So don't try and use fancy terminology. Don't try and use um, jargon that no one understands. Tell them exactly what you offer and who you're trying to attract. And that is another point. When you get into this game, it's so easy. And I, I hear this all the time. I say to a host, who's your ideal guest? What is your ideal guest? What do they look like? And the common response is a paying one. And it's funny. And we have a laugh and I go, no, really, who is it? And they don't know because they've never done this exercise. If you right. try and appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. Yes. Right. There are tons of competition out there. There are tons of other people and you may have a property that is like, every other it literally just likes ikea has just exploded in your living room you know and, and trying to do that on the pictures is, is never going to do it justice so you've got to really think all right well who is my target audience here you've got to think where am i based what's nearby you know what 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 is the why do people come to this area and then you go right well my property is it set out for kids is it set out for pets 
Is it set out for X, Y, and Z? Do I have super quick Wi-Fi? Am I ready for the, like, people to come away for a work workation? And when you figure all that out, you figure out, number one, who your ideal guest is, you figure out where they are, and then you figure out how to write. I've literally, this is, this is so top of mind because I'm writing a book this year called The Book Direct Playbook. It's going to be full of little tips like this. And my chapter that I'm just writing at the moment is customer avatar. So it's literally top of mind. I've just come out from doing a Pomodoro before coming on to here. And, and, it's, um, and, it, and it's so funny going back and revisiting it because when we first started at the farm, we knew exactly who our ideal guest was, which is one of the main reasons why it was so popular. And back in the day, back in the early 90s, late 80s, there was no internet. There was no booking.com or Airbnb. Mum and dad, when they first started, had to very, very quickly go, all right, well, who would come and stay on a farm? They weren't putting magazine ads in, um, you know, the, the, the catwalks of London, you know, they weren't, they weren't advertising in, in, in nightclubs and whatnot. You know, they were very, very tactical. They, they found family friendly, uh, publications they knew that the ideal target was families, young families that like coming to stay on a farm. They wanted to have that rural experience. And it worked so well because they were putting an ad in front of somebody in a magazine or a publication that were reading it, but were interested in, in what they had to offer. And it's the same. The problem is, is that nowadays people, because the internet has got millions of people on there, social media has got all the millions of people and thousands of people on there. They just try and appeal to everybody. But the problem is, is when you try to appeal to everybody, like I say, you appeal to nobody. So that's one of the core mistakes that, 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 that people make. Trying to be fancy, trying to appeal to everybody. And, the, and the, the final thing is not having a personality. They try and hide behind a logo. They don't show their face. They, they, and this is, this is one of the, the, the big, 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 big things is that people buy from people. People don't go onto social media to be sold to. And I see it so many times with hospitality businesses. They just try and sell on their social media. They, they, they relate and they buy from people. And you could have a hospitality business, whether it's an STR, you're just doing a, a little Airbnb, or you, you've got a big organization, bed and breakfast, hotel, whatever you've got. You could be, I mean, I'm from Scarborough. And for anybody who doesn't know Scarborough, Scarborough, and Whitby and the Yorkshire coast, which is our little area of England is the, is the second most visited place in the whole of the United Kingdom after London, which you think about all the amazing places that are in the United Kingdom. You've got the, you know, the, the Harry Potter world of Edinburgh, you've got Manchester, you've got the Beatles from, from Liverpool, and you've got, you know, all the history and things around it. The Yorkshire coast is the second most visited place because of that. One in every three houses is some form of hospitality business whether it's a rental, hotel, guest house. Wow. So there are streets that are just got bed and breakfast on them, just got hotels on them. And every single one of these places are unique in their own little way. Now, all the beds could be the same. All the wallpaper could be the same. The breakfast that they cooked are all the same and, you know, and all of that. The main difference that separates you from somebody else is you. It's your personality. You will be the person that people remember. And it doesn't matter whether you do a meet and greet or even if you're just connecting with them on an email and, and, and chatting with them. If you actually give your business a personality and don't make it faceless, then you will become remembered. At the very, 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 very start, I attributed 
one thing to be in the reason why we grew so quick and so fast is because we became the go-to. We right. became the, the go-to people. And, and I, I've, I've mentioned about this before, but it's important. And, and the go-to is, is this, is where you start showing up and you start going on social media groups, Facebook groups and whatnot, and, and you start becoming your local um, resort, town, city, brand ambassador, basically. So if people are asking questions, you pop up and answer them. If, you, if people are saying, well, well, you know, is there a recommended mechanic or whatever? And, and these Facebook groups, the cool thing about these Facebook groups is that there's thousands of people in them thousands upon thousands you can find local facebook groups you can find niched facebook groups you can find them for your state you can find them for whatever there's even like airbnb like places to go sort of groups you can go in and just start answering and answering questions and and, and what will happen is is that because you're not selling because you're going in and just sort of answering questions and just saying hi to people you'll become the go-to i, I always uh, liken it to the the 80s sitcom cheers with ted danson everybody knew his name and that's what I became in our local area. So what happened was when people were coming in and coming into the group and saying, Hey, we're, we're coming to Scarborough. Where do you recommend stay? You know, we want something a little bit different. My name was the name that's being mentioned. The granary was the name that was being mentioned and people were just sort of raving about it, you know, and people started to come up and check it out. And then they were going to tell their family and friends. And, and that is, that is basically what you need to do. And all we did, the simplest thing that we did that everybody can do right now, go to your Facebook page, your business page for your business. If you have a Facebook business page, if not create one or go to your Instagram for your business and change that profile picture from a picture of your business, a logo, property, whatever, and change it to a picture of you, your face, you and your team's face. And you will see a stark change because when somebody's on the feed and they're scrolling down, they're not looking for a logo. They're looking for a face. We recognize faces. And that's the same thing with your website. Put a picture of you on there. Add a little bit of your story. Why did you start this business? Why do you like helping guests? You know, why do you, uh, where are you from? What do you like doing? And if you start doing that and if you start talking about it online, start posting Instagram stories, Facebook posts, like once a day, if you can't do once a day, do like three to four times a week, then people will start to recognize you. The, the, the final stat that I'll give you, and I've found like quite a few stats to you, but 78% of people will check out your social media pages after making a booking because they want to find out more about you. And the worst thing that anybody can do is they have a stale Facebook page or a stale Instagram where they haven't posted for three months because then a guest will go, oh, hang on a second, have I booked in a fake place? And that's the worst thing. That's the worst feeling that you could give anybody is that they've come to check you out to find out more and you haven't posted for months. So if you can change that and if you can be active and if you can have your face out there and people used to come and arrive at the granary and they would, and we've never met them before. And I would see them to the room and they go, I feel like I already know you. We've seen so much about you online. We feel like we already know you. And that is exactly what you want. You want, to, you want to have that relationship with your guests before they've even arrived. Because if you do that, you're talking five-star guests, you know, five-star review already. You're talking word-of-mouth recommendations. And even better, they'll be taking pictures at the property, talking about you online and giving you shout-outs. And that's how you do all of this and not have to spend a, a penny in commission. Wow. Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd tell you what, Mark, you have, uh, 
given us a ton of uh, useful information. Um, and I can tell you right now, just based on this conversation, uh, you know, we, you, we, we've, we've got to tighten up our game. So, uh, so we, we, we appreciate that, man. You have no Not idea. Nice. Um, so we're getting to the bottom of the hour, but, um, you know, I want to pivot a little bit and, uh, you know, I want to ask you to, um, you know, if, if somebody's getting started, right. And, uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're getting ready to, uh, to launch their first property, um, and I'm gonna put you on the spot here, but what is, um, what is one piece of advice, uh, that you would give to, you know, the newbie out there who is, uh, you know, getting ready to launch, um, yeah. obviously they're considering the Airbnb platform, but, uh, you know, they, they're, they're, they're not sure where they should start with getting their brand, uh, out there in the ethos so that, uh, you know, they can be the go-to person in their location. Uh, what one piece of advice would you offer them? One piece of advice that I would give, go to boostly.co.uk forward slash five steps. Cause there's a, there's a, there's a five videos that I will give you to show you how to get started direct bookings. And even if you don't want to do that, even if you're thinking, you know what, this guy sounds a little bit weird. I'm not going to go down that route. If you do me one big favor, get a property management software, a PMS, your life will be so much easier because you are starting from scratch. The problem that so many people make is they set up their property, they throw all their eggs in one basket, and then they are tied to it. Or they feel like they're tied to it. But if you change that mindset and don't use Airbnb as your business platform and use it as a marketing platform, and then have your PMS, your property management software. And again, the cool thing is there are a ton of companies that are free to get started on. Uh, the one that's top of the head, free to book, F-R-E-E-T-O-B-O-O-K. The, the clue is in the name. It's free to get started on. So even if you're a newbie, it's fantastic. And so many people just come to me and go, ah, you know, I'll, I'll think about it later. I've just got one property. I don't need it. No, do it now. Trust me. Get that online booking pro platform, um, get stripes up and it's all done within this platform. It's super simple to do, super straightforward. And then once you've got the PMS, then you can link it up to Airbnb, which is free. You know, it's a commission-based platform. Again, when we first started 12 years ago, the tons of platforms to get on costed money to get started. Now, this is like the big appeal for so many. They go, well, if it doesn't work, I don't pay any money. Uh, yeah, no. This is so easy to do. You can link it up to Airbnb. You can link it up to booking.com. You can link it up to Expedia. Just get listed everywhere. This is the problem that so many newbies make is that they spend all of their time and all of their money getting the apartment or going on a course, getting all the lingo, getting all the documents to go to then a landlord or an estate agent to then get a property to do a rent to rent or whatever they're going to do. And they spend all the money doing it up. They do the Ikea run or wherever they're going to do the run to, and they do the property up. The last thing in their mind is the marketing. The last thing in their mind is like, how am I actually going to get people here? Right. And like I say, if, even if you do leave it to the very end, let's go get a PMS and you, and, and go from there. And then again, just, I mean, there's, there's so many cool podcasts like yours and resources and channels and things and, and, and all of that. So just soak it up. But my 
the biggest, not the biggest regret, the biggest mistake I see so many people making, it's not just hospitality owners, this is business owners or people wanting to start a business, entrepreneurs as we call them, as I call them, is that they consume, they consume, they consume, and they never do. Like just now, this, this, this podcast episode now, there's going to be tons of people watching, listening, sorry. And they're going to be going, yep, 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 absolutely. Podcast ends, right. I'm going to go listen to the next podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I'm going to go jump on Instagram, YouTube. I'm going to go watch a Gary Vee documentary. I'm going to go check out a clubhouse room. And they've not done anything. They've just, they've just consumed. You can right. consume all the education in the world, but if you don't go and do anything, it's pointless. So if you just do me one favor, Mr. Newbie, listening to this, who's about to get started, just do me one thing. Just go and do one thing of something that I've taught you. Even if you've got a portfolio already and you've got property and you're going, yeah, I need to do that. Stop this podcast, make a note of that w- one thing that you can do and then go and do it. And then you, you're on your way. And that's, that's my secret. That's my secret sauce to get. I get so much stuff done and I, I've done that. I learned it from Tim Ferriss back in the day. Whatever book you read, course you do, video you watch, podcast you listen to, or whatever, make a note of one thing instantly afterwards that that, that you want to do, and then do it, and then good things happen. Love it, love it. Taking action, believe one hundred percent. So, so Mark, we're getting ready to wrap up here, but I did want to. Uh, you had mentioned earlier you are in the process of writing a book that is super exciting. Uh, can you just give the listeners a little hint on uh, what they can expect with this new book? Yeah, hundred percent. And the, the cool thing is if you want to join me on this journey and, and help me do some proofreading and help me choose the covers and whatnot, I've got a book direct pre-release squad. Uh, you can go to boostly.co.uk. So B O O S T L Y.co.uk forward slash book. Uh, and I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a cool little group. We've got a hundred people and it's growing. Uh, so the book is going to be called the book direct playbook. And I have taken inspiration from some of my favorite books. Um, one is right behind me. It's called The Rules of Life by Richard Templar and Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Those books are not books that you read cover to cover. Those books are ones you dip in, read a chapter, and then dip out again. You can come at it, come in and out as much as you like. And this is what I want my book to be, which is why it's called a playbook. It's like a sports book, like a coach going in and finding a play to run, go and go and do it. So it's going to be 100 tips on direct booking tactics, it's going to cover PMSs, channel managers, customer avatar, which I've just written today. It's going to have social media, email marketing, digital guidebooks. It's going to have everything in there. Uh, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be released in November, 2021. Uh, it's going to have an accompanying course with it. And then, uh, for book direct day, actually funny enough, but it depends on when this podcast comes out, but book direct day is actually on the third of February. 2021, um, which is, which is really cool. It's when we, we come together as a, as a, as a group of hosts and we spread the words of book direct. So the audio is going to be released on the third of, sorry, on the book direct day, 2022. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be really cool. It's, it's uh, I've got a publisher li- lined up and ready to go. So it's just a case of getting this thing finished now. <laughs> which nice. Is awesome. Nice. I like it. I like it. So, uh, tell us, tell us Mark, how can the, uh, the listeners, what's the best way for them to, uh, reach out with you if they want to take advantage of your services or if they have more questions? The, the best place to go, if you're interested in anything that I've talked about as far as um, direct bookings and, and, and whatnot is, is boostly.co.uk. That, that, that's, that's the home. On that is where you can get that five steps guide that I spoke about. If you want to chat 
Um, Instagram. I love Instagram. It's my favorite channel. Um, it's at Boostly UK, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y UK. And if you're on the clubhouse, it's at Mr. Mark Simpson. And I, uh, we, we regular regularly do rooms and talk about all these sort of things. We get people up to do questions and answers, which is, which is, uh, which is so cool being able to do it. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, Mark, we uh, certainly appreciate you uh, joining us on the show. You've given just a massive amount of uh, key takeaways and action items that we can go and implement right away. And uh, so I'm super excited for the listeners for that and for, and for myself, uh, you know, as well. And so, uh, you know, with that said, I just uh, appreciate you and uh, look forward to uh, doing this again with you. My absolute pleasure. Anytime, anytime you want me back on to talk about anything marketing, just let me know. I'm more than happy to. And yeah, hopefully the listeners enjoy it. And please do like, if you do, if you do listen to it, just reach out and say, hi, tell me that you're listening. Tell me, let me know where you're listening. Uh, I've been doing a ton of podcasts recently and it's, it, it makes my day when I get an Instagram message and they're saying, Hey, I heard you on X podcast and I'm super excited. I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z. Just please let me know what, what you're going to do and, and let me know the results because this is why I'm, I'm doing this. My goal is to help a million hosts in 25 years. So I've started, I'm four years into a 25 year journey um, with all the downloads and everything that we've done. I think I've just passed a hundred thousand. So we're on the way. <laughs> we're on the way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Hospitality Cashflow Podcast in the books with our special guest today, Mark Simpson of Boostly.co.uk. Uh, and so we will see you again next week, same time, same place. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next week to learn more about using real estate for hospitality cash flow. If you received value from this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps the show reach more listeners. We truly appreciate your support.